Hello, it's Anita, host of Quarter Miles Travel Podcast, here with Two Bits of Quarter Trivia. Did you know that the quarter is also called Two Bits? Well, that's based on the division of the Spanish peso, a bit back in time, but quarters are still sometimes called Two Bits. There's a lot of history in coins and trivia too. Quarter Miles was first introduced on my radio show, Travel with Anita. Along with Olivia Vonson, we shared information about the state quarters in the fourth quarter, or the last segment of the show, we like to call it the fourth quarter. Over the next couple of Quarter Miles 2 Bits, I'll share some of the segments from our very first shows, featuring the quarters and all the information inspiring you to plan and organize trips based on the quarter designs. After all, when you check your pocket or your sofa cushion, you may just find a quarter waiting for you. Flip it over and Quarter Miles Travel will take it from there. Now here's two bits of trivia about Utah's quarter, which was first produced and issued in 2007. Replacing the eagle on the reverse side of the quarter is two locomotives moving toward the Golden Spike, joining the Central Pacific and Union Pacific railroads, linking east to west, with the inscription, Crossroads of the West. In 1869, there was a ceremony in Promontory, Utah, to mark the joining of the railroads and celebrate the completion of the transcontinental route. This union made cross-country travel much easier, but also allowed for more widespread western expansion, especially after the mining boom. During our discussion of Utah State Quarter, Olivia and I share several options for learning more about the railway system and the history of the transcontinental route. We shared places to travel, explore, and have an adventure, all while learning more about the state of Utah. Take a listen as Olivia and I discuss how you can turn that quarter into an adventure. And we are in the fourth quarter, and when we go to the fourth quarter of our show, it's always about quarter miles. Yes, it is. We're looking at the designs that the U.S. Mint, working with each state, released on the back of quarters to... uh, I guess kind of capture the essence of the state. You know, there was a long process for each state to decide which design would represent their state, their history, their culture. So it's a great way to travel if you do like history and if you're kind of interested in learning sort of behind the scenes information. Exactly. And I always say if it's on the back of that quarter, it must be important to that state because they had the opportunity to come up with designs. And I'm sure there was a little bit of debate and things like that that went back and forth with what, oh, of course. Should, <laughs> what should be on the quarter. But we won't hold the listeners in suspense any longer. Our friends out out in, in radio land. Yes. So what state are we talking about today? Well, believe it or not, we still have quite a few states to get through. And then we're, we'll look at the U.S. territories. They have some quarters as well. But today we're looking at the Utah State Quarter, which was released in 2007, engraved by Joseph Mena. And this quarter features two locomotives moving toward a golden spike. That was the golden spike that joined the Central Pacific and Union Pacific Railroads, essentially linking east to west. And it has the inscription, Crossroads of the West. In May 1869, there was a ceremony in Promontory, Utah, that marked the joining of these railroads and also celebrated the completion of the first transcontinental route. So this union made cross-country travel much easier. 
and allowed for more widespread Western expansion, which coincided with a big mining boom. So there's also going to be a lot of mining towns in this area. Well, you know, and that's really fascinating to kind of hear that because you just kind of think, especially nowadays, that all of that was kind of always there in some way or another, right. that people were able to go across country. But no, I mean, we needed the railroads to make that happen. And a lot of that history is right there in Utah. Yes, it was essential. And today you can visit the site of this ceremony and the Golden Spike at the Golden Spike National Historic Site. They've got two replica, replica locomotives um, to represent the ones that were on the back of the quarter. Their names were Jupiter and number 119. <laughs> I feel kind of bad for 119. Yeah, I wonder, <laughs> I just wonder what, you know, the naming process was yeah. that one came up with uh, 119. Because I would think maybe there is some significance to that number. Maybe. I mean, it's two different railroads. So I guess they had, you know, a whole different naming system as well. Well, that's true. But uh, there are some daily spring, in the spring and summer month, there's some daily uh, routes on these railroads that you can take. And there's also some um, driving tours as well. Well, that would be great. You know, we're always looking for those trips that the whole family can go on, where there's history, where there's things that you can learn about, as well as experience. We love those hands-on type things. Yes. And starting in the month of May and, you know, throughout the summer, they do reenact that last spike ceremony, complete with the, you know, period clothing. And uh, it's, it's a whole, you know, <laughs> festival there. So you can see it recreated and really kind of capture what is exactly on the back of the quarter. And we really love those because we are trying to encourage people to go and travel based on what's on the back of that quarter. So this would be the perfect one to do and especially do it while that celebration is going on. Yes. And even if you can't do it during those months, they have a lot of stuff going on inside the engine house. So if you're interested in locomotives, you can see kind of a behind the scenes thing and they take care of the replicas there. And if you're interested in what else is in the area, nearby is the Great Salt Lake. You know, so that's its own, you know, attraction. But you can also see a very famous earthwork called the Spiral Jenny, which was created by Robert Smithson. And he used black basalt rocks to create a 1500 foot long coil that stretches out onto the water. You know, it's mm. it's a marvel. You know, you don't <laughs> an earthwork. Yeah. You know, a piece of art using earth that's been there, you know, since the 70s. It's, it sounds so unexpected, too. It is. It is unexpected. So a great photo opportunity, of course, but also something to just, you know, stare at and mm -hmm. <laughs> take it all in. Yeah, because sometimes you really want to put the camera down and just experience something. So it sounds like you probably want to do both. Right. <laughs> and another place nearby that's kind of a marvel on its own is the Bear River Migratory Bird Refuge, which is a freshwater marsh surrounded by desert. You might mm -hmm. almost think it's a mirage. Mm -hmm. So they really, you know, do a lot of work there to help make sure that these migratory birds are safe and okay. Because this is, you know, one of the only spots that they have uh, that is fit, you know, fit environment for them. Mm. Well, you know, and it's probably very beautiful as well to see the freshwater marshes there and see the birds. Yes, exactly. And another thing you can do is drive the Transcontinental Railroad Backcountry Byway. So this portion of the railroad was abandoned in 1938 and then converted into a road. So you can take in beautiful landscape. You know, we always talk about how railroads kind of uh, give you a glimpse of, you know, the country that you may not see any other way. But here you can, you know, see it in your own car. Yeah. And then taking it by railroad, sometimes it's like going back in time to yes. think about when that was the mode of transportation and maybe do a little bit by car and a little bit by, by railroad. Yeah. 
kind of, you know, get both experiences. And then there's the Western Mining and Railroad Museum in Helper. And Helper was ranked the number one True West town of the year by True West Magazine in 2007. Yes, it was. So if you're, if you're interested in Western, you know, old West towns, this again was a, a coal mining town. So it tells the story just of Helper on its own, how it became a coal town mm. and became kind of a central hub for mining camps after the railroad, the railroads were joined. Well, it includes a simulated coal mine that shows visitors early mining methods. So again, it's very educational. You'll see the tools, the equipment, and all those things that were used in mining. And the blacksmith shop, a display of a robbery by Butch Cassidy gang, <laughs> photographs, a typical mining camp kitchen, which would be interesting to see, well, what did they eat when they yeah, were camping? In the so, desert. <laughs> in the Out in the desert. So all of those things sound really, really cool. Now, I know we're coming down to the end of the show here, but there's the Four Cor- Corners Monument, too, that people can check out there. Yeah, another kind of joining of you know places so <laughs> this is where you can see a quadrupoint point where arizona colorado new mexico and utah meet and it is in the middle of navajo nation so there are plenty of opportunities to take in the native american culture there mm. tours pueblo villages i love that lots of things to do themed around that once you see the the four corners the U.S. Mint State and Commemorative Quarters are our national pride, highlighting all that makes America the beautiful, from national parks to historic sites, to hometown heroes, plants, and wildlife. You'll find it all ready for you to explore on the back of a quarter. To plan a trip to the places mentioned during the Quarter Miles 2 Bits, all about Utah State Quarter, check out the website visitutah.com. And for more information on the U.S. Mint State and Commemorative Quarters, visit usmint.gov. And don't forget to subscribe so you'll be first in line to receive new episodes. And visit our Facebook page, Quarter Mouse Travel, where you'll find articles and information about our national parks, tourism sites, and lots of helpful information so that you can plan a grand adventure. And while you're waiting for the next episode, reach in your pocket, pull out a quarter, Flip it over and Quartermouse Travel will take it from there. We'll turn that quarter into an adventure. <laughs>